You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Enigma. This is Seth Goldstein. This is episode 12 of the Entrepreneur's Enigma podcast. I have the amazing, talented, Emmy award-winning Carrie Barrett of Carrie Barrett Consulting. Yeah. She was a former broadcast journalist. Yeah. And there's her Emmy right there. Very yeah. nicely placed. I like that there. And it's a, I love these. I love these awards because after you get them, they're just good paperweights. They're totally good paperweights. And you know what? Actually, so I'll tell you, I was trying to record a instagram reel with this the other day yeah check out my um if you check out my instagram you'll see it but i was talking about my fear of public speaking and so i had a microphone and i threw that up in the air and then the the follow-up was and i turned that fear into an emmy award and then i had to catch this on the way down but i stabbed myself (laughs) it it hurts it hurts oh it's violent but a weapon yeah, but it's a, it's a good paperweight. I mean, it's, I, I know people who won Academy Awards, you know, and they're like, eh, the Oscar Oscars are just over there. It's like no big deal. I had a friend who was, was worked for Comcast, and they won a, and a digital something Emmy, and he brought it in. He's like, I never take it out of its box. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, because you know, he, he's just like, he's like, yeah, I'm a place. I don't, I don't have a place. I don't have a place to put it. Like, right, right, right. It's yeah, not I exactly think- a small award. Yeah. No, and I used to have this back on that shelf behind me. And then my marketing agency was like, that's stupid. Nobody can see it. And I'm like, well, I feel like it's sort of obnoxious here. Like, but anyway, I, I do it. Honestly, it, honestly, unless you're really in the know, people you, might not know that's an Emmy. They might just think it's, a, it's, a, it's, you a piece of, or a weapon or a piece of, a, yeah, or a piece of, um, you know, office art. Like I have a globe up there. I have a bunch of, yeah, and yeah. like you know, people might not necessarily always identify that as an Emmy. True, you make a very well, good point. I do every once in a while. My wife will attest. I make yeah. a good point every once in a while. <laughs> so anyhow, even a broken, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but anyhow, so Carrie, you have you have been you were in the news business as yeah. as I. You know, I was in newspapers. You were in broadcast. Yeah. And you were in it for what, 20 years? Yeah, ish. Some insane amount of time to be in the broadcast business. I mean, newspapers were just as bad. I only made six years. Um, yeah. But um, they're, they're all dying right now. They're all dying or they're evolving, which is weird. Yeah. Like some of them are like, are evolving nicely. Like New York Times is evolving nicely. Yeah. The WAPO, oh, they're not as, as evolved as New York yeah. Times. But I mean, the Times is, I, I think there's the only newspaper that's actually figured it out somehow. Yeah. I don't I know. Mean, you know, the, I think 
They have. I think one of the issues, and this is across the board, is that that industry, you know, once it's going to sound terrible, once everybody like over the age of 45 has died off, that's a terrible <laughs> thing to say, but like it's really below that age, there's almost nobody who's. I watch the news. Watching TV news or reading like traditional mainstream newspapers anymore. I think that's where like the you know the the rubber meets the road. Maybe like we'll yeah. have to see how they're able to. Will they will they truly become dinosaurs or will they have figured out how to move into like the younger generations? I'm not sure mm. what the answer is. Well, there. Instagram with Instagram stories, right? <laughs> exactly, reels. Real, but actually, New York Times does a very long Instagram story every single day. It's yeah, like a like hundred hundred clips, and it, I mean right. they do a good job. I mean, so mm-hmm. I mean there is. But back to you. So you are now a broadcast, you know, speaking coach, right? Is that how would you describe what you do? That's a that's a very. And, good I, and I've known you for a few months now. I still can't describe what exactly Carrie does. So, in like, in like, what does Carrie do? You are a former. You and me are in anchor. the same boat. So I, I help my clients scale their visibility and their credibility through the creation and use of compelling video content. So for you know a lot of my smaller business owners, that means understanding how to create DIY videos. So whether it's marketing videos specifically for their website, or it is it's Instagram video, or or it's LinkedIn video, or it's email videos, whatever, any of that sort of stuff, right? That's usually what those small business owners, entrepreneur types are looking for, creation of video, but on A, they, they're on a budget, right? I get it. And number yeah. two, it often has to do with, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to deliver it. I don't know how, what is the strategy for distribution? All of those things. It's a and lot, yeah. My my larger clients, it's about full scale video productions. So you want a, a video that has some durability to it, something that's going to live above the fold, to use a newspaper term, on your mm-hmm. website. Yeah. That is going that needs to have a level of sophistication and polish that you can't get from a phone. And so yeah. that's usually for you know, corporations, larger brands, and then, and then additionally speaking. So I do, I do, you know, group trainings, uh, keynote speaking, either motivational or instructional, if you will. And again, that usually is for associations or larger corporations who are looking for, you know, team building are looking for, you know, personal development or brand development for their employees. That's awesome. So, how's it been? Have you been doing this? Is it almost? It was last time we talked. It was two years. Yeah, you, no, you are two years. Now it's almost three, right? No, 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 no. We're I'm at about I'm at about two years and three months. Oh, to be exact, there you go. Yeah. I had to count. You had to count. Um, how's it yeah, been? I'll tell you, it has been it has been a hell of a ride. Um, it I, is <laughs> a true story. I mean, I have. You know, we've talked about this before. Yeah. I have zero business experience. I mean, like Same here. maybe le- maybe zero is even being a tad generous. I've never I've never taken a business course. I've never even read a business book. I have never reported on business. Wow. Truly zero knowledge. In fact, I was like actively, I never thought I would own a business. I didn't want to be involved in any sort of corporate nothing, right? I was a wow. journalist. 
Yeah. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Back in the day. I remember those yeah. days. Yeah. And that's not the case anymore. So it isn't. <laughs> no. And and then of course the pandemic, which threw things into sort of a, you know, a state of chaos, at least for a certain amount of time. And you had to figure out how to how to move within that and change. And um, so I've changed even even since, you know, two years ago, maybe more so than than I had anticipated. But I I didn't know what a PL was. I didn't, in fact, I didn't know what one was nine months in. Uh, oh, that's always, that's, that's usually, that usually sneaks up on you. That's PL. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> it's like, it's like um, what's a PL in your account? It's like, you need to know this. And I'm like, well, uh. I re- no, I, you know what? Here's how I actually learned. I was in a, like, a, this is pre pandemic. I was in like a, a seminar, mm-hmm. a bunch of people around, you know, one of those like events, you know, learn these seven steps for blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then they sell you something. Anyway, uh, we were in a circle and I was with all these people who were experienced business owners. They'd all been in, you know, the corporate world or owned businesses for, you know, at least a decade, many of them more. And they're like, what do you do when you get a referral? And I'm like, I, am I supposed to do something? I just say, thank you. And they're like, and how, you know, something about a PL. and we were going around the room and I'm like, I, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And then how do you plan on scaling your business? And I'm like, I don't know what scale means. I mean, truly, when I tell you, I. Well, you're nine I, months into the business. I mean, a lot of times, I mean, there's business owners. I feel like there's business owners that like know, can know everything under the sun in yeah. business and they still fail. And then there's yeah. business owners like us that don't have any business acumen whatsoever. I mean, mine's all self-taught. Yeah. And I've been doing it for 13 years. Right. Like, and you had great success, but you did say the first few years were sort of a shit show, yes? Oh, they were a clusterfuck. Pardon my language. We'll, 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 we'll put an explosive tag on this show, but it was a cluster. It was because yeah. it was just figuring stuff out and saying, well, I shouldn't have said that to that client, or I should have said this to this client, or I should have expected this. And honestly, three years into the business, I'm realizing I need to set processes up you know, for right. certain things. Like, how to conduct meetings. Like, like, you need to have a welcome meeting. Then we have to have a kickoff meeting. Then we need all the content first. Right. And I'm 13 years into this business and I'm just figuring this out now. So that's where business school comes in handy is that you yeah. learn that you have to processes first. But I'm like, yeah. Eh. yeah. Hey, 13 years, I'm not complaining. No, there you go. Right. You're still standing. Yeah. I'm hobbling, but standing. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 what is your sweet spot when it comes to when you're, your business? Like, do you have a favorite? And also, what's your sweet spot? Where do most people come to you for? Yeah, and, what, you know- what, and what's your favorite? It's really, it's, it's morphed a lot. Mm. So there is a, there are a couple things that I really love doing. So I have some digital courses that are getting ready to launch. In fact, I have a master class that will drop um, later in August. I think I signed up for that one. Yeah, did you? Okay, good. I'm so I think I signed up everything you signed up for. Yes. I think I'm on the email list like 15 yes. times. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that leads into this first digital course that I'm putting out with uh, a co-creator, uh, uh, the owner of a production company, and it's all about DIY video. That's and awesome. I, I loved that. Not only was the whole process interesting and I learned a lot and I, ha- I have a couple of other courses that are in the works right now, 
but I enjoy, as you know, teaching people what I've learned over the course of my news career about mm -hmm. delivery and presentation and messaging and storytelling. And then my my co-host deals with all the tech stuff. So as oh, a as owner of a production company, she understands you know, DIY editing and lighting and the right camera to use and mm -hmm. location scouting and all of that other stuff. So it's I've, I've absolutely loved that. And I hope that that becomes really the baseline of my business, along with some of the other offerings that I'll put there. You know, the other thing that's changed for me that I really am enjoying is that my, my client base for individual coaching grew very quickly. A lot of them wow. are referrals. Some of them saw me on a webinar or connected with me via LinkedIn based on some content mm -hmm. that I've put out and they, um, what I've, what I've started to have to do is in order to be able to serve them and still have time to do, you know, <laughs> life, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm putting them into a group coaching program and the group coaching program, which I also really love because it's, it is super stimulating the students and that, you know, my clients are able to ask one another questions and bounce ideas yeah. off of each other. There's a Facebook group where they can continue to post and get feedback mm -hmm. and critique in between sessions. I do some online office hours so that when people have individual questions, they can contact me that way. And then after, you know, after they've they've gone through that, if there are you know additional questions that they really need some one-on-one -on -one consulting for or someone to walk them through an issue, then they schedule you know a one-off uh, cool. session with me yeah. and we can walk through whatever they're facing. But I've found that to be a it's a it's a better use of my time. I'm able to prep better to serve the people that are in that group, and it's a really dynamic mm. sort of situation. And I. I, I really, I, I quite enjoy that. That's awesome. I mean, cause yeah. you have three, you have three kiddos, four, if you count your husband. And <laughs> so how do you balance I mean, with entrepreneur life? I mean, two years in mm -hmm. two years and three months in, how do you balance having, you know, mommy, 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 mommy. Cause you, know, we all know like, I, have a, I have an eight year old and it's yeah. always like daddy, daddy. And then when it's something for mommy, it's something for mommy and every, the whole world comes to an end. And it's like, he needs mommy now and there's nothing that daddy can do to keep him away from mommy who's currently working. Right. Well, so a couple of things. Number one, my husband has uh, installed a deadbolt at the top of my office door that nobody can reach. And the reason is, is oh, good, my yeah. little guy would jimmy the lock open. When oh, my son gets to come walks in. I'm surprised. I mean, if he's home right now, he'd walk in. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you may hear them bang at the door and scream bloody murder as well, but I'll just ignore that. Yeah, I've learned to do that, but my son's learned how to, my son's learned how to undo, undo unlock the door with a little oh, yeah. screwdriver. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm actually thinking of deadbolt, but I'm in the basement, and I'm like, I'm not sure if that's safe. But I'm like, oh well, you know, safety may be whatever. Exactly. You have enough windows. You can just jump out of windows. <laughs> you if you jump have to. right out. Um, that it is a challenge. I like to say that my name is Carrie, also known as Mom, Mom, Mom. Mom, 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 yeah. mom, mom, and it can so on, et cetera, et cetera, and so yeah, forth. Yeah. Exactly. Boy, I'll tell you what, it's been a challenge. I don't think any more of a challenge for me than anybody else, especially given what we're going through. However, I always worked outside of the home. You know, I worked in the news business. I never, I never did work from home the way so many people 
mm-hmm. have. And so th- that was a bit of a learning curve. And you and I were talking a little bit before this uh, this podcast started that I always feel like I'm failing in one way or another. I'm either failing the kids or I'm failing, you know, business strategy and growth or heaven forbid, I'm, I feel like I'm failing a client. And I've, I've always, I always catastrophize it in my mind. I always yeah. make it, you know, I have a client that'll email me and be like, we need to talk. And I'll be like, well, I'm getting fired. That's what's happening mm-hmm. here. And it's never happened. Nobody, nobody's ever said, I don't want to work with you anymore. It's always like, I want to do, you know, some additional content creation or, you know, can we add a session about this? It's always positive. It seems like it's always, always positive. positive. Yeah. But in my mind, I have made it every time without failure. I don't learn from the past. It's always like, but well, I would like to, I would like to say that that is something from being a new entrepreneur. Like that's the first few years. No, yeah. it's still it's thir- 13 years into the business. It is still very much like I want to talk. Someone says I want to talk. I'm like, oh no, now what? Oh, what did I do wrong? Yeah. And you're not the only one that does that. I feel like okay. a lot of entrepreneurs do that where they're like, it is maybe not hand to mouth per se, but it's still like that was a nice chunk of money that they can't afford to lose. And mm-hmm. they're afraid they're going to lose it. But then they're like, all the person wants to do is actually throw more money at things. Right. Yeah. I want somebody to show up at my front door with suitcases full of money. I haven't had that happen yet. Though. That happens yet. Hasn't, it might. <laughs> you never know. You know, but you should got a question where that money comes from. So, yeah. Well, I don't, I just, glad it's here um thank you thank you thank you very much i'm not gonna ask any questions goodbye uh so (laughs) the answer about how how it's all balanced is i i i haven't found it i really haven't Mm -hmm. you know that's like the standard answer and everybody says that and there's Mm -hmm. no such thing as balance and blah 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 i will say what i am trying to do dealing with, you know, everything that's going on in the world and who knows what's coming up this fall with the Delta variant and everything else, you know, fingers crossed that we, we get a handle on it before it has the potential to become a bigger issue than it already is. But Mm -hmm. my point is I've tried to start thinking beyond the immediate, meaning, you know, when I first started, I was just grabbing every single client that came my way and it didn't, honest to God, hardly matter what they were willing to pay me. I've now gotten to the point where I am, um, I am, you know, turning away people who, who are maybe not a good fit or Mm -hmm. who are not, who are, yeah, I'm starting to become more, um, more exclusive. And the people who did sign up with me earlier, you know, they're, I'm, I weigh the relationship and what we have, you know, beyond just Mm -hmm. that sort of immediate transaction, like what are the potential relationships for them and me down the road to keep this going? Is there, you know, some additional collaboration that's beneficial for both of us? And then there are other people who I'm like, you know, I just, I can't afford to keep doing this for the cost that we were. Here's my new offering. And that's how I sort of came to this idea of the group coaching, which is, you know, I have to find a way to be able to scale this and not be working 12 hours a day. So my strategy now with the courses and the group coaching is to give myself more time to work on the business rather than in it. That's that's another phrase I didn't understand when I first started. And now I do painfully. So, and so I've started to just think about how there are my offerings can be tweaked to make life work better. I haven't gotten there just yet, but I'm moving in that direction, which is a really nice feeling. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Carrie, this has been awesome. We're going to keep this short because I can hear the kids rearing for mommy Sorry. right now. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> this is what makes it real. This is what, that's the difference between, and this is what I always say, podcasts are not NPR. Yeah. Like, Mar- <laughs> you know, if you talk, you know, to Carl Castle, you don't hear his grandkids banging on the door during the session. But, and they're not banging on your door here either. I'm saying, like, podcasts, they're supposed to be fluid and fun and enjoyable yeah. and just a good time. And I mean, also, you, you also have your own podcast, Marketing Mavens and Mavens of Marketing. Yeah, the Mavens of Marketing. So thank you so much for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah I love it. it. I, listen to, I listen to it every week. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun to do. It's one of those, you know, it's, again, something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the Mavens of Marketing. You can find it on any of, you know, your standard podcast channels, you know, Google and, and iHeart and Spotify. I also have it up on my Kajabi site, which is where my course uh, lives, one of them anyway. And there's also a YouTube channel. So there's a video Ooh. component. We do a lot of fun yeah. edits with with the show. It makes it really entertaining and also super informational. So it's, you know, it's all about marketing, obviously, but it's yeah. really soup to nuts. It is, you know, email list building. It is network marketing. It's about affiliate marketing. Oh, it's it fantastic. Is, yeah. How do you take a great headshot that, you know, shows a cohesive brand and how do you leverage that? How do you leverage an online community for profit? It really, it runs across the board. I host it with Rachel Durkin, who is the president of Paradigm Marketing and Design, which is a marketing agency mm-hmm. uh, based in New Jersey. And we have amazing you, you guests. You have so much fun. It sounds like you have so much fun. It, it is. And like I said, it's not NPR. It's no. not NBC or Fox News or anything like that. We're just bend <laughs> no. off. It's fun. Yeah. And you get to shine that way. So let's put up real fast. You can check out Carrie at carriebarrettconsulting.com yeah, you can you. find her over at the real carrie barrett which i thought was very cl- carrie b thanks on yeah. which is you know real with two e's as in yeah. like a demo reel I like that there so, you go video and, reel you got it well done. Uh, yeah, hey, 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 I, I was a former journalist so i get it i get it exactly You're probably of course, the only person who's picked up on that but thank you yeah. And you can always subscribe to our show at Going to Entrepreneurs Enigma. That is actually going to eventually go over to the Goldstein Media's website, and then it's going to be – I'm rejiggering everything. So that, uh, that's, know, that, yeah. that's my own little nightmare going on right now. So <laughs> Your show is always so much fun. I love it. It's fun. It's it's fun talking to another one who escaped the journalism world. Oh God! <laughs> and when I say escape, I say that I say that in the nicest way possible. I, I hear you. Yeah. Okay, this yeah. has been so much fun. I'll let you go galloping around the world with your kiddos. You know, I'm sure they want their mommy. Because, you know, <laughs> their, their mom's fun. I'm just going to go get a gin and tonic. Is it too early? Nah, it's 5 o'clock. Actually, it is 5 o'clock. Probably in Japan. Past, past 5 in Japan. Done. So Yeah, I know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Carrie. This has been fun. Thank you, Seth. It's always a pleasure. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.